Hi, everyone. Welcome to Talk Tech with Data Dave. My name is Alexis, and I work for a company called D3 Clarity. And I am here with my friend Data Dave for the podcast, which is Talk Tech with Data Dave. Hey, Dave. Good morning, Alexis. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. We have a fun topic today. Before we get to our topic, though, I just want to let everyone know that if you have questions for Data Dave, like I do, uh, you are very welcome to send them in and we will answer them on the podcast. You can submit them to an email, talktech at d3clarity.com, or you can submit your questions on the D3 Clarity website. But we would love to answer some more listener questions and not just questions that I have, although today I've got questions. Yes, I think that's an excellent idea, Alexis. Thank you for saying that. Talk Tech with Data Dave is brought to you by D3 Clarity, offering clarity for improved decision making. D3 Clarity delivers profitability multipliers through better data and digital infrastructure. For more information, contact D3 Clarity at d3clarity.com. Today, I have a list of acronyms that I hear all the time in this digital world that we work in, Dave, and I'm hoping that you can explain them to me in kind of a, what does that mean sort of situation. So I want to start with a couple that we have heard about already on previous podcasts. So I think a few episodes back, you had talked about PCI. And I think Patrick actually dropped that acronym as well during our expert episode. So PCI, what does that mean? PCI. So PCI means personal credit information. It is the information that defines you as having credit. So credit card number, your name, all the information relevant to charge credit or be charged. So it's your personal financial information, if you like. If I put that in context, we talk about three sets of personal information usually. PII, which is personal identifying information, which is the information that describes you. So it's your demographic information, Alexis, your address, your phone number, various things about you that allow people to identify you. So when you identify yourself with somebody, that is considered PII. If it gets stolen, they can to a certain extent, steal your identity, they can impersonate you. If that, that makes, yeah, stolen. that's not, that's not great. So we treat PII as a certain level of security. We add extra security protocols, extra security depth to information that is considered PII. So you get PII compliant security. Okay. Now this network, this area is suitable for personal identifying information to be stored. PCI. So PCI. Personal credit information. Personal credit information. So this adds a layer on top of that to start to say, here's the credit card number for Alexis. So now you've got another level which says you cannot use a credit card outside the context of the purchase that it was made. So I I can't take your credit card and without your permission, use it for a second purchase. So now I've got to put another set of controls on top of that data to say this data has to be protected even more because it's now somebody's personal credit information. It is very prone to theft. Mm -hmm. It is very desirable information to get your credit card number and all the information surrounding that credit card number that allows a charge to be made. Which would be PII. Which would be like like the personal identifying information. So the personal identifying information, then PCI, which is the credit piece on top of that, Okay. Then the third one that I'm going to talk about, just to fill out the set, is PHI. PHI and your HR background, you've heard of HIPAA. 
right? Yes. Anola health-related thing. PHI is personal health information. So this is now your health record that layers on top as well. There's extra protection from HIPAA, another legal legislation that protects personal health information as private, because again, you don't want people getting your personal health information and using your medical history to deny insurance or deny credit or deny anything else. So you've got PII, which is the basic identifying information, PCI, which is the financial credit information, and then PHI, which is the personal health information. So those three things kind of weave together to form our identities online. They weave together to form identities and different organizations will have different controls in place for the information that's relevant to them. And it can be things like we don't keep PCI or we only keep PCI like this. We keep PCI here, but we separate PII from PCI from PHI and control them differently. That's awesome. I'd heard of PHI before, but then PCI drops and I was like, I don't know what that one is. So that's an interesting kind of three level weave that I really like. But as long as we're talking about things that Patrick said, the very end of our, how do you secure your identity in the cloud conversation, Patrick dropped the acronym TLS. And I was very, very confused about what TLS stands for. So TLS. TLS is transport layer security, transport layer security. That's a relatively new one, relatively new. It's basically a protocol for securing, want a better word, pipes. So when your computer speaks on the internet, when it broadcasts on the internet, what it does is it requests what we call a port on another computer using the IP address. So you've heard of IP addresses, right? Or domain name. IP is its own acronym that... Okay. We'll, we'll so do that IP one now. Is, yes. <laughs> I, so we'll do that one now because it builds up. Your IP address is essentially the, for want of a better phrase, I'm going to simplify this quite a lot. So it's essentially the phone number of your computer, of a publicly accessible computer. So you've seen the 123.45.67.89 mm-hmm. type address. That is an IP address. And that is essentially the phone number of that computer. On that computer, we have a set of ports or a set of services that are available. So when you request a connection, you essentially send data to that port on that computer and you open a socket on that computer. And it essentially forms a pipe using TCP, another acronym, which is the Transmission Control Protocol. We establish a pipe between those two computers that we can now send data down. The computers ask for this connection between two computers. I'm not going to go into the gory detail, but they establish this connection. And imagine this connection is transparent. So I've got a clear plastic pipe between two computers and I'm sending data down it. Anybody who's outside of that pipe can look in and see what you're sending. It doesn't sound good. Well, it's not necessarily good, but that's the way it was created. Connect this pipe, then we start sending data in both directions down it. We then invented another acronym that Patrick used, which was SSL. Okay, so thus far we have PLS, SSL, IP and PCP. Right. I'm over so, here writing these down, trying to remember them all. Okay. So, if you're all right, so, T, so SSL, that's the one we're on. SSL is essentially every piece of data that you now send down that pipe. Think of it as a letter. Cut your data up into little pieces and put them all in different letters. And then you send them down this pipe. SSL allows you to encrypt every one of those what we call packets or letters. So now you essentially made the walls of the pipe opaque. So nobody can now see into the pipe. What I've done is IP says, how do I send it? How do I break it up? 
and how do I address the direction for these letters? Boom, boom, boom. So I'm sending a lot of letters. TCP allows me to reconstruct the stream because they're not guaranteed to all go the same route. So some might take longer to get there than others. Therefore, TCP is a protocol we use called Transmission Control Protocol that allows us to put them back together again. So you can watch your movie in order. Mm -hmm. I'm being a little flippant, but you know, it allows you to put them together in order. Then SSL. I like your flippant. I like your flippant statements here because my brain is thinking about that scene in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where the little kid gets like zapped and then. He goes up in the air to little pieces exactly. and then he comes back on the TV little tiny. And I know that's not the big picture here, quite, but that's but yeah. what I'm imagining. And that can't be that far off. That's kind of close. Yeah. Um, things don't really necessarily get smaller. It's just different order. But his leg, bone might no, his leg bone might no longer be connected to his knee bone. It might be connected somewhere else. <laughs> so SSL allows us to make these pipes opaque. Okay, Which so sounds you, better so than now, transparent. So right. now people can't see into them. They can't read the data that's being put on the wire. And we do that by encrypting every single packet using different techniques. So that was the original one for what we call secure socket layer. And then that got superseded by essentially the same technique, but with different security protocols, different encryption protocols, different encryption strength to make it stronger, make it safer, basically. And that became known as TLS because it is transport layer. In other words, it's at the pipe layer. So transport layer security, security on the transport layer versus on the application layer. That also then allows us to add HTTP, right? You're familiar with that one? So yes, when you, that's what when, I put at the beginning of an inner, like an internet exactly. search. Yeah. When, when you put the put it at the beginning of a of a URL a link, a, a, yeah. a universal <laughs> a universal resource locator, right? A URL. When you put it at the beginning, it says we're going to talk HTTP. That's the protocol we're going to use. But then you add the S to it, HTTPS. So if you notice, notice any banking site or right. healthcare site or whatever has HTTPS colon slash slash. So that's saying we're going to use the secure version of HTTP. It's still HTTP, but now I'm putting it over the top of either secure sockets or TLS. Oh. So it's the secure version of HTTP using a secure socket or TLS layer, which is then going down to the TCP layer, which is then going down to the IP layer. So many acronyms. Right? I know. Okay. It's, it's, it I, think, gets I think I got it. But uh, the, the picture for all of those is that they're all levels of security that we use on a regular basis and probably don't even realize we're using. Would you say that's correct? Yes. I mean, the, some of them are the fundamentals of the internet. IP and TCP are the fundamentals of the internet invented in the 1960s by the US government. And they are the fundamentals of the internet. And then as things have moved on, we've made them faster, better, more secure, and added different layers up that point to where they're useful and where they can be used by everybody. And they've just come into our language as we've moved through this technical era they're essentially very technical terms, but they've just come into our language as things that we know, as things that we do. Yeah, like URL, that's a phrase that I know, like that's an acronym I know that I talk about, I, that I use all the time. I didn't realize that that stood right. for something U else. Universal, universal, universal Resource Locator. Resource Locator, okay. So if we break down that URL for you, then that URL actually is, the protocol, HTTP, colon, and then the root, 
which is the domain name, HTTP colon slash slash, then the domain name, www.d3clarity.com. So that's mm -hmm. the domain. So that's the name. We've got used to those domain names. That domain name is a human readable or proxy for an IP address. So within that, we'll, you can do a lookup on that and that will give you the IP address, the public IP address of the computer that is serving that page. Then I did colon. not know that. I didn't know that at all. Then a colon. Then you can specify the port. The port is the service on the computer that you're requesting in a numeric format. HTTP is usually port 80. HTTPS is usually port 443. So they default a lot of that. But often you'll see HTTP colon slash slash domain name colon port slash the actual page you're looking for home. Yeah. And that is the universal resource locator of that page so there's a structure to that on the link that people often don't recognize or don't see or don't know about you can also no. you can also add into that username and password at domain name if you actually have to authenticate with that machine so often when you see authenticated certainly api calls and other things you have a universal locator that is the protocol who you are uid user id password at domain name slash actual resource or with a port number, etc. So that breaks up that universal resource locator into a link is just a URL, a universal resource locator. So today we talked about PCI, PII, PHI, PSL, IP, TCL, SSL, URL, and probably another one that I've missed. If you have an acronym that you'd like to hear Dave explain, like I said earlier, email us at talktech at d3clarity.com. Or if you have any question for Dave about anything data, cloud, technology, or D3 Clarity related, just email us at talktech at d3clarity.com and we would be happy to answer your question on the podcast. Dave, thank you so much for telling me what these things mean. That's really, really helpful in my life right now. Thank you, Alexis, and thank you, everybody, for listening. This is it's always fun. But yes, I hope this helped. hope it cleared some things up a little bit. Yes. Thanks, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. If you have a question for Data Dave, reach out to us via email at talktech at d3clarity.com. We'll be happy to answer your questions in the podcast. Thanks. This podcast has been brought to you by D3 Clarity. No one has time or patience to fix all of their data and infrastructure problems. D3 Clarity helps some of the world's most recognizable brands take the right action to turn their information into strategic profit making. For more information, go to D3 Clarity. That's the letter D, the number three, the word clarity.com.